this week in catching all of you up in something I myself am not even remotely caught up on. We have a room full of dignitaries. We've got one highly entertaining Hedrick and a mass suggestion that can change the world this week on The Hapless Heroes. What is she wearing? It's your sister, man. Welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco. I am going to be your host and DM for this evening of fun. I'm going to start by introducing my lovely cast of characters. Uh, To my left, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I really hope they all cannot compromise on all of this. We have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. It's no surprise when you greet my eyes, all of y'all will compromise. Wow. To his left, Dave returning as... Zero. Greetings. Have I missed anything? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> and John. He's always been there. Yeah. And John is Lord <laughs> Jarrell the Light. Wait, who does our ship even belong to? Not joining us tonight. Uh, Zach unfortunately cannot make it. He'll be back with us in a couple weeks. However, there's been some things that have been happening. What? You guys are, you guys are in the middle of a bit of a sticky wicket situation. Indeed. <laughs> so... They're trying to take our ship. You are currently taking part in the debate uh, in the world's first ever Summit of the Southern Kingdoms, where Mm -hmm. literally all of the world's leaders of all of the Southern Kingdoms have met here in a random, highly refined, oh, sorry, not a random, in a highly refined pirate cove Mm -hmm. to discuss worldly matters. The first topic of which happens to be the technology for your airship. I do find it funny that you're using the words refined and pirate in the same sentence. I'm going to keep pushing that just to really highlight that these are highly refined pirates. They take baths. Well, I mean, so do (laughs) I. Well, nor do most pirates, though. You guys are part of the discussion and are seated at the table um, taking part in this, probably just like representing yourselves as a group. I feel um, like this is like a Senate hearing. We're, we're like D. Snyder sitting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would feel like that if you guys were not seated at the table with the rest of the world's leaders. Oh, we're right. sitting with them? Okay. I, I was picturing us facing them. We have been invited You're to facing this. people, some, t- uh, some people on the other side of the table. If yes. You. Gotcha. Um, we've, heard from, we've heard a lot of rabble rabble. There's been a lot of debate about like who should own the technology for this and like, you know, what are these pirates going to do with the technology to build airships? you know, uh, and things of that nature. So Hedrick has stepped up to essentially try to maybe change the energy of the room a bit, like kind of get things to be more productive. And he cast a mass suggestion on everyone. Only Uh, he knows that happened. The only exclusions from these world's leaders, which you can find the full list either in previous episode or on our discord. I will have it pinned in episode talk. Um, all the right people. Queen Daravesh <laughs> of Erlan, Boris the Benevolent, benevolent uh, a vassal of the... Um, what, Riverford? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. The, yeah, a vassal of the Kingdom of Erlan, or sorry, the, the Kingdom of Vesh, however, still representing itself as an as a its own entity, the Riverford, right? The Baroness of Riverford. Mm-hmm. 13-year-old yeah. Baroness. Yep, she is 13. Um, and... You also excluded the chief executive of the yes. Omega Project because yeah. he seems to be just kind of sitting here waiting for the like maybe like a decision to be made because ultimately, as you guys know, this this technology is really owned by the Omega Project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, off mic, I rolled the twelve wisdom saves that we had so cliffhangerly. Lee, nope, that's not a nope. verb. Nope, hated it the second it came out of my nope. mouth. Cliff hung. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Precisely. Cliff hung. How Say hung that. is it? <laughs> All right, that's my next As NPC. Like William Hung's <laughs> less popular cousin. Right. Cliff. So we left them cliff hung. 
Yes. Yes. That sounds worse. That doesn't sound good. Cliffhanged. <laughs> I think it's cliffhanged. I don't think it's cliff hung. Cliff hunged. Plural. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Huge. Oh, God. <laughs> that that, that kind of hurt my heart. I was like, oh, God. I stab at thee. Cliff hunged. <laughs> and those results were, I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> Hapless heroes, where we just murder the English language part, whatever. Right. So when Hung we off had, a cliff. Yes. So, we, yeah, I left you hanging on a cliff with that. In fact, we just actually extended the cliffhanger by just having this ridiculous discussion. So you made the cliff bigger? You're the, gonna, dr- the drama. Yeah. You're going to uh, be surprised here that, I, I mean, okay, now, I, I uh, rolled 12 d20. We watched you. Most of them were very low rolls. Good. Great. Yeah, that's what we want. So the whole rabble, rabble, rabble and arguments, you can see, start to die down a little bit. With really now, the only like dissenters or, 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 or people who maybe who are having a hard time wanting to compromise at all are um, the dwarves. So that's uh, Fen- Fendo, the Thrasher, mm-hmm. as you recall, um, and the uh, and Elrond and Luminumion, who is the uh, leader of the High Elves. That makes sense, though. The the, the the High King of the High Elves. Yeah. One thing that um, does get shouted though, because like the, as, as, the, as the you know these literally just two people who are not uh, you know maybe now starting to figure want to negotiate. One of the arguments against them, you see that um, we'll say you see you hear Elrond shout something where he's like, "I just I don't think that we should be trusting this technology to anyone. It is far too dangerous. Even just look at like we, even the owners of it currently are just a roguish band of adventurers." And uh, <laughs> Gnorm, the leader of the independent gnome corp of engineers, stands up and he's like. But how can you say that when they have literally the world's greatest airship pilot? And everyone kind of turns around and in the doorway is standing Zero with his mug. Yeah, not you. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, it's really him. That's him. I can't believe it. And... Ah, there's our captain. stops, stands dead center of the door for a good slow five count. Looks left, right. And then saunters over towards uh, the rest of the hapless heroes. Amazing. During which, whether you saw it or not, Quinn goes to rise, but then kind of just deflates. Of course. When Zero walks in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, did that, that you thought they were talking about you? Of course I mean, you did. Of course you did. Why am yeah. I even asking that question? Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. You know, Zero, can you, uh, what's this save against the mug again? Remind me. I'm going to have Elrond Illuminumion and uh, Thendo the Thrasher. The two that don't agree. Make saves against the mug. Uh, yes. Wisdom saves against 15. Fail and fail. <laughs> um, Thendo stands up and he says, I'll only agree with it if this robot teaches them how to fly it. He is a good captain. So, uh, Gnorm says to you, yes, I, I would love to get my hands on this technology. Yes, all my gnomes sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gnorm, it's uh, nice to meet you. I'll go over and, and shake his hand, and, and he's going to go up to uh, Elrond. There's no G in nice. See that you know how to speak a little bit of Gnomish. Uh, and he extends his hand. I, ex- I extend my hand. I go, ah. I Wait, no, I'm sorry. You can't handshake across the table. Um... He uh, just, like, he kind of gives you a thumbs up. Moral friendly thumbs up. Uh, I've got a mage hand. I'll just uh, mage hand a little bit. Oh, hand. perfect, and yeah. it will be proportionately sized to the gnome. It's so, beautiful. So it doesn't feel awkward. Mm-hmm. He is, he feels incredibly respected. Oh, it's very nice to meet you. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, too. Um, and I, things, have to, things have to settle down, and Chief Executive now speaks up, and he says that, I've heard everyone's arguments. <laughs> I have heard what the people have to say Mayor Quimby And I say that As long as there is cooperation between all nations Then yes, this technology should be shared We do have a common goal 
and that is to get to the that is to fight back at this plague of undead at its source. Um, and there's a couple like, like grunts and hear hears because like people like that's like that's what every, like, the reason that everyone is even standing sitting here talking to one another is because the undead are the greatest threat to all life, right? That you know anyone can ever imagine. So some of the there's the, people are still you can see there's still like an air of caution be, like during the negotiations. I'm not gonna like dialogue all the negotiations. Right. I'm just gonna give you guys the skinny in that, you know, they're kind of negotiating, okay, who's going to be able to build the ships? Who's going to have access to them? You know, there needs to be like, it's like you're talking about like creating gigantic weapons. Like everyone needs to be able to have, all, all interesting parties need to be able to have access to these ships at any given time. Like they had to be crewed by, multi, you know, like a multinational crew so that there is, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's seen as a unified front because they just hand this technology over to, one group of individuals poses too much of a risk to the security of the rest of the kingdoms when they already have the undead to worry about. But if we're all working together and we can show good faith that we're all working together, we are happy to do this. I think we are going to need an extensive training program in order to operate these uh, these crafts. And along with that, we need to ensure that this is a multinational organization working as one unit i believe that's the only way we can do this we got to team up what is the punishment for deflecting Defe- defecting, de- defecting immediately defecting. well I to guess, what the undead it's right. <laughs> well, around this point well, like but i mean think about the fact that like these are all like powerful people who don't necessarily all get along. Right, but so when it doesn't but when, necessarily mean that they're all gonna actually like sure. follow through with what they say. When doing. all of the ships, I guess, are crewed by people from everywhere, you know, I guess there's maybe sort of an understanding that if there's a mutiny, like you're not gonna be able to get an you're not gonna be able to even turn an entire ship, let alone a whole fleet. Gotcha. So the ships themselves are gonna be like multi multinational oh, yes. crews. Yes. yes. Okay. And I believe Omega Project representatives or those approved by the Omega Project have to be in charge of instruments mm-hmm. and all things technical and maintenance, and they are the only people classified to work on these crafts and man them in that regard. Mm-hmm. As far as like you know, actually overseeing the construction of them. Yeah. So or Omega even- Project has the plans; they know how to build these, and they will be the ones doing that. But. So every ship has an Omega Project scientist attached as chief engineer. Yeah, correct. And slash crew chief slash project yeah. manager for yeah. the build. They're, they're already <laughs> trained in these ways anyways. We don't need to teach people how to build yeah. these. Yeah. We need to teach them how to work together and operate together. It also means every single one of these airships is going to operate like shit because the crew it has no experience. <laughs> right. And they're going to have to train together. That's what I'm saying. Like if there's any sort of backlash within our nations, it has to be, you know, punished capitally. It will not. It will not. <laughs> Keel <allowed>. hauling. <laughs> I know where I was coming a from. A flying ship with. would be very different than Keel I mean, hauling. <laughs> It'd probably actually be more pleasant to be realistic because you just kind of swing to the other side instead of like dragged <laughs> along the barnacles. Right. Wow. Right. That's a horrible way to do it. Yeah, life life changes when you're floating thousands of feet in the air. A little bit. Dragged beneath an airship thousands of feet in the air is its own kind of harrowing. Yeah. But it doesn't sound as bad. That's all I'm saying. I mean, we could go there, but... I'm sure we will. I'm sure both are terrible. (laughs) Just dangle them from a bungee cord and let the vultures do the rest. Oof, that wouldn't be good. Can they catch up though? So while you guys now trail off into your own discussion, <laughs> well, um, Jarrell wa- did want to ask: so how, uh, if we're still that, how long do you intend to keep us? There is a war waging. We can provide you, I'm sure, with the schematics. But how? What are you all expecting of us? So this is actually I, where I, I was about to go with yeah. this. Um, a few different um, leaders stand up to maybe plea their case for maybe where this technology would be most applicable, or at least like try to bid their claim to like, we need this more here to reinforce this in order to, you know. Sure, they're, trying, they're pretty much trying to pick where we go. So right now, he's a, here are the big issues. 
Um, you hear the uh, the Troll King stands up, and um, he's uh, also with the uh, leader of the Derekine Protectorate. That's, uh, what was it, Tham? Hold on. I had it here. Tham, Tham. Yeah, Emperor Tham Ironheart. There it is. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yes, it's Tham, not Tom. The H is <laughs> right. not silent. Uh, and uh, the Troll King, Sug Sug. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand up and begin making their plea to bring, you know, to have essentially air support or just naval support in general up near Scrag, which is the city of the Troll King. Because that already fell. That is like the northern borders of, you know, the, the this, you know, this area between like you and the undead, where like the mountains kind of end. Right. That wall's already down. That wall's already down, and Scrag is pretty much being overrun. Yeah. There's many camps that are now set up to like hold, you know, to essentially hold back the invasion and humans and, um, you know, monster kind, I'm using that in quotes, uh, are working together. The beacons are lit. Yeah. Um, as John explored in his little mini story yeah. arc. Oh, they're so fucking lit. So <laughs> <laughs> they're petitioning, you know, for reinforcements there because, you know, the, 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 the lands to the northwest are literally at risk of being overrun as we speak. Mm-hmm. They've gotten through the mountains somehow and it's bad. You can see uh, Basha is just making fists. Like, he's pissed, but he's not really doing anything. He's, sure. He's fists tightened. Zero stands up to address the table. Okay. That's only one issue. Yeah, the, fir- more, the first there's, issue. There's more people trying yeah. to talk here. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Chief Executive, if everyone started cooperating today, uh, full full access to the nations of every um, every nation at this table, how long would it take to build the Armada? That's what, yeah, that's what I wanted to know, too. It would take months. Three, four, six? I think that if we had all hands working, and if we could get even just some hard workers from every nation, we might be able to speed up the process. We have enough material to build a sizable fleet. They got enough enchanted wood? We have a source. <laughs> Let's say three months then. In three months, I'll have crews ready to go. The screen smashes to black and starts the uh, always sunny uh, intro with um, Zero starts a Top Gun Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Perfect. So like Zero will teach them. Okay. We can teach them on our ship, too. Well, yeah, we can do that. While they're building the Armada, yeah. we're training, like, seven different captains at, per week. Okay. <laughs> sure. The uh, Another issue that's brought to your attention is that Last Wall is under attack once more. Uh, the Crow King stands up. You hear him go, again, he's wearing that, remember, the full crow mask, like, almost like a plague doctor's mask. Right. It's more like a masquerade situation. And when he speaks, you just hear him. And then one of the murder of crows mm-hmm. with him uh, translates. The speaker, probably. Yeah. No, the speaker. It's, it's oh, yeah, just, it's yeah. Just, none of their aides are just, here. That was a weird thing yeah. we noticed. Like some of the other people who like work I under. don't think. It, it may, this, this may be that not many people actually know that all the leaders are gathered here. Sure. And so they have, which is why also Baroness Anisterian, right. Kip, Kip, is also not here. Yep. Stonehoof isn't here. So uh, apparently the speaker, the croaking, is People here. are probably trying to keep shit running. Mm-hmm. Also, you know that Kip and Boris were like pretty tight, and yeah. probably gonna be an exchange of information there too. So the one of the murder who's translating for him says, "Last wall is being hit by a constant flurry of undead horrors. So far, the wall Boys. still stands, but <laughs> we have not observed any of those titans as we that we saw the last time. Those titan horrors. <laughs> so we think that something larger is brewing." We've been able to repel them so far, but we fear that something, some, we, we, we may see something unlike the likes we've ever seen before. All this talk of horrors, there's something larger brewing down in my pants. And then uh, the, the Crow King continues. Uh, the, the Crow King also says that, that many of the undead skeletons and zombies. Zombie. We're wearing clothing resembling that of the fi- fashions and styles of Tarantus. Oh, shit. Which is very confusing. 
As you all know, I'm ad-libbing now. He, did not, he didn't say that. I just said that. Yes. Because <laughs> obviously he's talking longer than the Crow King was mumbling. You oh, know, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is spreading in sporadic, scattered locations. They're not necessarily from one location. This is uh, happening all yeah. over. Are you telling us that Tarantis is still on this plane of existence? Unknown. <laughs> We're just telling you what we've seen. So the uh, Francis, uh, I'm sorry. Pope Popeson? Pope Popeson. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's Francis Popeson. Right. The, arch, the, yeah, the archcleric Francis Popeson also steps up and he says, I have heard the message of Valen. And something dark, dark descends upon our world. The old temples are crumbling in High Rock. Unprovoked, undisturbed. Many have fallen. This is an omen. A dark omen. But Valen has spoken to me, and the Archclerisy will lead the people through it. When was the last time she spoke to you? Yeah, what'd she sound like? I I want to know, when when was the last time? I haven't heard from her in a while. He says, Oh, Lord (laughs) Charel, it is because you are still learning. You are still, you are still, you are are still working your way up through the ranks of the clerisy. I just spoke to her last night. Last night? And Jarl looks at his helmet and sits back down. He doesn't have his helmet on. They don't know, but they don't really know what your helmet is. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. John knows. Daryl is ignorant of everything. Because, because <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the information that they know, at least from what they seem to be assuming, is hearsay. Because no, none of the people from the Archclerisy were at Last Wall yeah. when Valen appeared. But uh, Jarrell hasn't spoken with Valen in months uh-huh. since the helmet stopped working, since Tarantis disappeared. That is correct. So Popeson saying that he spoke to her. Grinds your gears. Jarrell's, well, can Jarrell roll an insight on that? Yes, you can. Classic Jarrell insight is a... <laughs> it's actually a 12. That's not bad for him. Um, You think he's being genuine? Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like he's being truthful. So, so somehow he must have a line to Valen. And Jarrell would believe that with him being... I mean, you've had no reason to distrust the church that you've grown up in so far. Of course far. not. You know, but he, they sent just, you off. They sent yeah. you off on a holy mission. This is probably the first time you've seen Francis Popeson in a long time. I, I, it was less suspicion of Popeson and more, why won't she talk to me? Sure. <laughs> so now you think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> right. I, I mean, like you got ghosted, man. Yeah, yeah, probably. Just That's what didn't move she, on. And, and she's See still talking. Off. She's still talking to Zero, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See him off screen shaking the helmet. Right. Like, hitting, hitting it. <laughs> right. Rubbing and polishing. Just right. like, just like <laughs> too much time. For Zero's information, you also not have not heard from Valen in about the, about the same yeah. amount of time. Um, okay. And finally. So he doesn't give us anything we do. He just And complains. we also know from... Uh, <laughs> Arian Black, that uh, communication to any plane outside of this one is essentially shut off right now. Yeah, right. but Jarrell rolled the insights. Well, yeah, he said <laughs> High Rock is crumbling, so clearly they're being attacked. No, this, the, 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 this, undisturbed. Right. Oh. The temples the, of the well, dead gods. He does. Cr- he, they crumble when I'm they. I'm going to say he he does continue to say a little more. If you mm-hmm. need to cough, just raise a hand. Yeah. It's hard Sorry. for me to cut those. Um, Francis Posum does continue just a little further now that like you kind of had that quick exchange. Uh, and he says, Lord Jarrell, you as the champion of Our Lady. Jarrell absolutely beams at that. Must lead this fleet immediately into the Crucible Lands and stop and cleanse this world of this foul evil for good. Jarrell is super into that idea. The whole world is, <laughs> is lost if you do not if you do not face the problem head on. If we cut it off at the source, everything will be solved. That I want to do that. Yeah, his, if this feeling lasts for more than four hours. <laughs> his arms are like his arms are like flailing very, you know, um, I guess He's definitely putting on a performance. It's right. like he's putting on theatrically. His, yeah, it's very it's very theatrical. This guy. Who, who's that one? Who's Francis Popeson. Popeson. Ar- the, oh, ar- oh, the, 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 ar- the okay. arch cleric. I didn't know if we had moved to a different person. Yeah. Got it. Okay. The arch arch cleric. Mm-hmm. 
and Jarrell is totally sold on that. So those are kind of like some of the decision points that uh, we're going to have to get mulled over. Obviously, can't commit much to right now. It seems like things may hold at least. There, are, there is some discussion now happening that, you know, you guys are maybe kind of on the outside of, of like, we need to send more detachments here or like, you know, how are we going to reinforce these areas so that we can buy ourselves some time for this fortress or for this uh, armada, essentially, this fleet, this air fleet to be built. While this conversation's happening, uh, Jarl's still probably paying slight attention, and he makes direct eye contact across the table with Basha, who's like, he has these like dark, deep red eyes, and he's just staring at Jarl when he hears that they need more people elsewhere, because he wants to go north mm -hmm. so bad. If he wants to be sent, I'm going to tell you right now, as, a, as also the, you know, since you are the person who controls Basha, the mm -hmm. intern, the little orc monk guy. Mm -hmm. If he, he's actually big. He's actually quite big. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Younger. Actually, he's so guy. big. He's this big. <laughs> Enormous. The big. Mexico's going to pay for him. Um, biggest dog I've ever seen. Nobody. That's too real. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. You're looking for somebody bigger. You're not going to find them. Forget about it. <laughs> it's Basha. So, it's huge. Um, anyways. Uh, but Jarrell does think. We have a small army with us at this point. We could set their very all every single one of them is a capable warrior. Send the are you saying when you say a small army, do you mean like the interns? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so you uh, now let me just get this straight. Are you suggesting that you we that you guys send the interns? <laughs> okay. Under I, specific leadership I, of I, one intern, each party. I, I feel like he was asking for the fleet, and we're sending a few castoffs on foot. No, but again, these are very powerful warriors. If they're, <laughs> they, they keep up with us, and they probably are better suited for the task than the majority of the armies that they have. Like Basha leading with Stonehoof is they're, they're just going to decimate. So stuff. what you're saying to like to so to um, split the party, select. Mm-hmm. You are. I, I, I'm not saying this judgmentally, but are you uh -huh. suggesting that you know when when the time comes, if you choose not to bring the fleet to to Scrag and like the, the lands of the Troll King, mm -hmm. you're gonna send a detachment of interns there to help buy you time to do something else with hopefully the Darakim Protectorate and the entire yeah, army. Yeah, there's gonna of be a whole bunch of people King. there. Yeah, whole bunch of people there. Sure. That's. I mean. Okay, you know what? Because um, I, I think I think that I want everyone here, and I want everyone. I want you guys to weigh in as well. What your thoughts are on that? Um, but I, I just give me a general persuasion check. Oh, I, on sort of Jarrell with, on the, this with idea. the group on this yeah. idea with like okay. the, with like with not just the group but like other people too. Twenty four. Wow. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like. There's many people here who don't think that's necessarily a terrible idea. You you have a group of people who have proven themselves to be rather capable um, and powerful uh, adventurers, even the interns. Mm -hmm. um, that Sometimes especially the interns. Look at what Pregnard did. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And Jarrell fought with Pregnard. Right. That they that this is the, this is something that maybe they can feel comfortable about and send you guys maybe for you know to deal with things either at last wall or um some, you know some of the other areas where right. there's maybe like more I guess direct problems to solve. My Whereas suggestion like repelling an invasion, it's like you know you just need people to repel it until you stop the source of the invasion. Right. Uh, my suggestion would be that you let us help on both fronts, and when the the fleet is ready, we might already be fighting. In what's it called again? In the Crucible Lands. Yeah, we might already be fighting in the Crucible Lands. An armada showing up at our back at that moment would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Foreshadowing. One, <laughs> one thing's for certain: there are higher concentration problem areas. We need people on the ground. We need people at Scrag, and we need people at Last Wall oh, immediately. Yeah. We absolutely need to maintain communication with these agents because if it is spreading in either direction, we can anticipate that and our fleet can go to the essential place. They've already broken through one wall. Let's not let them get the second. I like singing songs and now I'm planning a whole armada. So <laughs> that's my two cents. <laughs> You're not bad at it. You'll get better. 
I got, I got a great teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like we're we're planning for like big things. Yeah, big things. Uh, and this is about you know we're talking like you know some things are going to start happening now, but overall over the next three months, like when three months hits, like you guys are going in. Oh, either way, yes, yes. Well, so, when we have the armada, I think we go straight and just cruise it all. And great. Zero. Can we take three months though? Yeah. Um, I'm supposing that uh, our current airship has enough room for me to house a certain number of uh, pilot trainees that I'd be taking with into the field. Yes. Okay. That, that's about the only way I can. You're going to be. You you may have to like. Yeah. Yeah. Red, you, may, you may have to replace a few red shirts, but you could get the job done. He's okay. Jed Dim. He, he's Jed Dim. <laughs> he's Dead Jim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. He's Jed Dim. <laughs> so is it, nailed so it. Two of the red shirts are named J, uh, Jed. J, D, Jed and Dim. Jed yes. is a great name. Dude. Yeah. I love Jed. Well, I, I was even thinking Jed apostrophe Dim. Right. Jed Dim. He's Jed Dim. Meet, yeah. meet, <laughs> meet Jed Dim. Yes, everybody. That's our red shirt. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's the token red shirt right there is yeah. Jed Dim. <laughs> I'm going to write up a character sheet for him. <laughs> Why? He's going to be dead in one episode. Right. Who's no, <laughs> he's going to be dead in every That's episode. What That's what we thought about half the characters that didn't end up dying. See, Dave has the right yeah. idea. Dave, Dave is correct. Dave is oh right. God, they killed dead Jim. <laughs> no, it's a bastard. Jim. It's Jim. 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 Oh, yeah, I said dead Jim. I didn't, I didn't even say dead Jim. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to my world. <laughs> I couldn't do it, it wrong. I saying it right. He's uh, pulled, I pulled a Jarrell. I couldn't do wrong. Yeah. I don't think it's Jarrell. Jed Dim is me. dead. <laughs> Gem. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What were we doing again? I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I've gotten so used to this that it's just uh, I've given up on you know so redirecting. Yeah. All right, uh, world leaders, you need to select your very best to begin training ASAP, and uh, you, they can report to uh, the the, cap, the hel- captain, helms- captain, helms- captain Zero, helms- Captain Zero, helms- 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 the helmsman. The helmsman will give them the training. They, they can receive their orders from the captain. Great. Now, we're not going to necessarily yada yada the next three months. They're, they're, we, we, I, we are going to explore a few things that's happened. This is at this. Okay, we've we've established what the end game of this is. Mm-hmm. You know what the next big step is. The plan. The start. The start of the end game. Yes. We've yeah. This is the beginning of the end. So is this? Would you say it's the fizzle bottom? Of no, the, of the end. Somewhere you hear yeah. uh, Felix's in, in nipples tighten. Three titan. months is like you know if you played Mass Effect, the Normandy going to Ilios or whatever it was, you know that triggered the end of the game. Right, where we're just like we're we're pushing things. Penultimate, that way. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we ha- effectively we have three months. Yeah, of to do what, what we need to do. Two potential missions and lots of information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you guys are free to explore. Try to learn about, mm-hmm. try to action on, mm-hmm. try to plan an adventure around. Mm-hmm. There are many things to, to do, and there is news to be found anywhere should you be looking for um, larger things that aren't the main everything. Daddy? What? Daddy? What about Daddy? I want to know my daddy. What does oh, Quinn do? No. Actually, what, you know what? Uh, <laughs> It's like Mort Part Two. Well, right. but I think this is a little bit more like sane. Yeah, like there's like there's a there's a there's a story to be finished here, and I there I, is like I, like Quinn needs some some resolution to this because mm-hmm. he's been kind of bombarded with. That's why he's been super quiet too. He's very kind of inside himself right now. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we were all thinking it. How are you? Ad- Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and the imagination runs wild. 
So what, so, what does Quinn do? So what is it? What, like, I guess, so it has, like, is this a disbanded conversation? Now? I mean, so now there's breakout discussions happening. Mm-hmm. One of the main major issues and co- topics of conversation have been addressed here. And you can see that the Sea Lords look at least like, they seem satisfied with the conclusion. They also were convinced to compromise. So like everyone here kind of, like Hedrick really swung this yeah. somewhere that um, probably would not have gotten here organically. Right. So, you know, without maybe whether you guys realize that or not, like Hedrick really. We don't realize it because created, nobody else knows he did yeah. that. Like well, a compact, so to speak, right? Like a, every, yeah. Everybody in here has had their exposure or taste of corruption. So they know how to swindle and wager and barter and leverage and but this, ma- and this know, is, manipulate. Yeah. And this is a, everyone wins in this situation. And yeah. everyone feels Hopefully. like they've done the manipulating. After 24 hours, they're not even going to know a spell was cast and in all likelihood should not be upset with the outcome. Yeah. Correct. So, so that will yeah. try to yeah. subside the infighting inevitable squabbles between Yay, we didn't make it worse. nations and communities. <laughs> I am <Yeah>. pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I'm just I'm just here to help. I'm just I'm gonna be the binding agent that just brings this whole dough baby together. Mm-hmm. We can put it in the oven and let it rip. So Quinn walks up to his sister. Uh-huh. Supposed sister. Yeah. Right now you I'm gonna say the setting is still we're all still in this large, yeah. like like sort of uh like I said, it was like this sunlit conference room. It's like, like it's just skylights from ceiling to side. It's like a slanted roof. You can just see out to the beach. It's beautiful. It's, it's probably this, pretty lit. It, yeah, it's it's pretty fucking lit. Uh, and it's <laughs> wait, it's, is it like a lot of light or right. is it just really cool looking? Now I'm confused. Yeah, like what, how lit is it? <laughs> Says the it's old. So people. lit. That. <laughs> it's it's four in the afternoon. Lit. Got it. Wait, so that nice in, like sun's coming right in the window, kind of lit. Four yes. in the afternoon in New York, or four in the afternoon in Cabo. Uh, lit. The, <laughs> the latter. Cabo, yeah, for sure. Okay. This is pristine private beach. Lit. Gigantic. Right. <laughs> gigantic <laughs> private compound for the Sea Lords and their private uh, guests. What is she wearing? It's your sister, man. <laughs> wow, you just did that locked and loaded. That was, that was Mike speaking, not Quinn. <laughs> can we, he's although, for my sake, can we just not take it there? I don't want to have to role play some incestual bullshit. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not, no. Quinn has nothing to do with that. Uh, I mean, he'll, he'll, he's fucked a lot of things, but. He draws the line of family, right? His, his, yeah. I mean, he's done cousins, but not his sister. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So, well, I don't know. He doesn't really know his family. Like as much of his family. It's just Apparently, really anybody could have been a South just, oh, yeah. only have, That's true. I might have yeah. already done it. <laughs> Vice versa. I mean, you only give her at her word. <laughs> um, okay, so I I kind of just like you know meander over to uh, to my sister, who supposed is, sister, who is wearing um, <laughs> probably. You didn't have to answer that. <laughs> gaudy of a pirate outfit is yours because you you think you were said you were wearing uh-huh. like, an, like, a, like a whole like a, like a red sort of like yeah. a suede yeah. suit, uh-huh. a massive uh-huh. with hat, a gigantic right? hat. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her hat is normal sized, <laughs> and like uh, I'd say like black. Uh-huh. Like it's like it's like it's, it's definitely like dyed leather. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As well as like these like this like this these lad uh, this, this this leather studded armor that is also has some like nice shoulder pads fashioned to it. She's got a, kind of a cloak um, that's sort of covering over her arms. It kind of comes in front. It comes in front of the shoulders a little bit so that she can kind of hide her hands in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she has a sick headband on sick. With, and her hair tied up straight. And it's dark like yours. Like straight up? Now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. My mind went straight to Marge Simpson. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that better, but it wasn't like that, but it's. it's. You and your fucking voices. I love it. <laughs> um, so. Homie. Oh, she's there now. What's up? 
What what's the, up? Is that what she says? Yeah, the hat. She, she's got like the headband, and then the hat's over it. So that's that's kind of what's keeping the hat like firm on her head. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you? What, she, she just says, "What's yeah. up?" Ah, <laughs> so, brother. How can I? Uh, what 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 can I do for you? I'm sure you probably are trying to follow up on the discussion we were having earlier. Well, I was going to say you must be quite delighted by the uh, the finishing product. Yes, I think this uh, worked out in everyone's favor. Yes, everyone gets the ships. It's a fair compromise. I agree. I'm also glad I could help family. Oh, yes. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. I've been meaning to reach out to you. Really? I, ever since I've, <laughs> ever since I heard your names and some of the papers that have made their way here, and uh, we've even received some messages and bottles that people, uh, of, of stories about your life. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. I, I the, forgot about that. Right? They're all true. Um, it's you've it's 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 very fitting of the Southwind name. Oh, you flatter me. <laughs> Please tell me more about the other Southwinds. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I've only met maybe one or two others myself, but us Southwinds are are born of a different type of blood. Oh yes, I know. We're born of the sea. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I'm not sure what you. I, 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 it seems like you've separated from. So not A or O or A B. C C. Right. Got it. C blood, blood type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I just took you a half second. It was awesome. I like it. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, it seems that you were separated from the sea at a very young age for you not to know about the legend that is the Southwind name. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, us, us, south, us Southwinds are, 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 are born at sea when the southwesterly wind blows in, which is not something that happens out there. As you know from your time as a sailor, they blow southeast. Of course. And so when the southwesterly wind comes in, they say it's a, it's a blessing from Caesar Southwind. He is calling out to the sea to his children, and those born at that time become his kin. So you're saying my father's a god? I, I wouldn't use that language, no. But we know the truth. No. No, I... I don't think that this is... He's just... Uh, from what I know and what I've been taught and what I've read, it's it's more of a... It is otherworldly, for sure. But it doesn't seem... It, it, does, it seems too meddling in the affairs of mortals to be godlike. But we are all his children. They're referring to your father as an it... Or that it's a circumstance, not a person. That I am now a demigod. That I'm just, I've accepted <laughs> this. Oh, you're, you're really just waiting for I'm, it. I'm just, I'm waiting for the moment <laughs> for to reveal my demigodness. Right. Mm-hmm. And we right. are, and, and by the captain of the ship that is there during the southwesterly wind, they, they received the blessing of Southwind. And it's this dagger, and she just, she produces it. And I pull out mine as well. Yeah. They say that this is the tooth of a legendary sea creature. Power that runs through it, but only when the time is right. Would I know or have a have an idea of what the sea creature would be? Um, roll me a history check. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't on. even need to do that one. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. No, that clearly needed to happen. Time out. Yeah. No bullshit. Was that uh, net one? <laughs> that ain't happening. You better, you better do something before he tells I'm you gonna, you fucking I'm failed. Using, I'm, using, <laughs> I'm using lucky lucky feet. I'm re-rolling an attacker check. Hey. Thank the fucking Lord. Right. <laughs> 26. So as you know, um, the main area that a lot of these people have settled in is the Blood Bay. Like the islands within the Blood Bay. It's always been sort of like a, a, a haven for pirate culture and sea life culture to be, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the bloodless monster. Bloodless. Yes. Bloodless. Not the Loch Ness monster, but the bloodless monster. <laughs> monster. 
in the Blood Bay. So mm-hmm. its tooth has created my dagger. Yeah, the legend is that the Blood Bay is just the is is, is, is it, you know like throughout the Blood Bay lies like remnants and like the blood of this creature. And sometimes it's teeth. Hmm? Sometimes it's teeth. I was given my name at birth. I was born at sea, the southwesterly wind. It took me a while to rise up in this world, but I've seized my place, and I intend to keep it. As well you should. I'm sure you understand being a lord and a captain yourself. Of course. What it means to have power. I do. And I'm hoping that perhaps our power could combine to make us more powerful. I know we are family, but I still need to get to know you. Of course. You've done great deeds, but I've noticed, uh, at least through some of the stories I've read, some of the people you have chosen to accompany you have not always been the most um, upstanding individuals. And please, I know I'm saying this being one of the sea lords, (laughs) but I'm saying this being being one of the sea lords. (laughs) Uh, You've made some interesting decisions with the company that you keep. There is something to be said about loyalty and honor. And that we can agree on for sure. If you don't mind, I must go have a conversation with the chief executive. Of course. I hope I have answered your question to your satisfaction. You have. Until we see each other later. Of course. Uh, and then she moves up, you know, she goes away. Goes to talk to the chief executive. So it's been a very eventful day. We're going to try to maybe start ramping up. Like the sun's starting to set over the beach. Some people yeah. have started to take uh, to recess. There's, there are now some conversations happening, um, some private conversations. Like maybe one or two like leaders will like break off. They'll take a walk on the beach. Yep. Jarrell is definitely. Have a conversation. Jarrell and Basha are definitely just hanging at mm-hmm. Hope's and like shoulders pretty much. Yes. Uh, he's saying some sort of prayer to Valen and like just giving you all of the um, encouragements and blessings that he can. This entire time, Jarrell has been looking at his helmet, but mm-hmm. doesn't put it on in front of Popeson. Where is it? He has it like on, under his arm. So he's holding and, it, but yeah. he's not. Okay. He's so not wearing it. He doesn't want to wear it in front of Popeson for whatever reason. Okay. Um, it might be like a bit of shame. Again, he's thinking of it as she's not talking to me, but she's talking to you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's got hat envy. Yeah. Wow. It's helmet envy, really. <laughs> well, is Popeson wearing a helmet? Oh, he's wearing a hat. He's wearing a hat. It's a, a hat. A big Pope yeah. hat. So, so John's got the, the hat envy. Jarrell. I'm sorry. John does not care for Pope hats. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jarrell is uh, looking at Popeson thinking like, oh, I wish I had one of them hats. Can I roll an insight to think if Jar- if Jarrell thinks no. it's the hat <laughs> that gives him the power and not the helmet? If, if you want to make it a roll, absolutely. Just because I think that's stupid. Eleven. <laughs> it could be the hat, but he's also just. Are you doing insight checks with a zero insight yes. bonus? He, that's I do why, it all that's the why time. he does it all the time. It's, it's, it's I his just bit. realized that. It's though. his bit. I'm like, <laughs> why is he even rolling insight checks? Jarrell. That's classic two Jarrell. Great. You know what? I'm just sad that I didn't catch it for like over a year now. It's been a long time. Whenever, yeah. whenever John doesn't want to make the decision for himself, he's just like, I'm just on the dice side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jarrell is inside is a good way to determine that so instead of me knowing it could be the hat it could be the hat but he also is the religious leader of all humankind mm-hmm. and whoever else chooses to follow Valen but let's be honest with ourselves the humans do kind of overpopulate you know many of the other right races in this world because they're like they're like the rabbits of the humanoids you know what I'm saying <laughs> they have sex with everything <laughs> <laughs> is that what rabbits do I don't know, but <laughs> Quinn does. <laughs> so, um, that's some, that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. Um, what else is that? Is does anybody have? Uh, I don't really want to roll initiative for this. We're kind of getting towards the end, but like the, the day's starting to roll down. Is anyone trying to do anything before we close on the day? Yes. For okay. sure. So yeah, you've been talking to Popeson. Mm-hmm. 
that you're doing. I mean, it's, uh, just real quick, Zero, Hedrick, you guys doing anything? Yeah, I got one more thing. If we want to go around. Uh, Zero, yeah. What is what is Zero, I guess, like, kind of doing to wrap up the day? Is there anyone you want to talk to in particular? Is there anyone, um, is there anywhere you want to go right now? Um, Zero is going to go back to his lab and invent aviators. The <laughs> the airship lab? No, the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah the, no, the yeah, the lab on the airship. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and he's going to go invent aviators. Okay. <laughs> I literally was like sunglasses. Yes, yeah. the sunglasses, so that after that I can create aviators, the people. Because <laughs> you need the sunglasses. Yes. First. You cannot wow. run a Top Gun Academy without aviators. That's what I'm saying. Right. You so there he goes. Do uh, right. Okay. And, the, and yeah. the fluffy pilot jacket. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, they're That's perfect, like chrome to match your. Oh, yeah. Your, uh, mm-hmm. skin tone or whatever. Right. Hedrick, <laughs> any old. anyone in particular you're trying to approach, talk to, I mean, like, like yeah, the um, leaders of the free, like the leaders of the living world are here. I am seeing the crowd and I am kind of floating, uh, not really involved in conversation, but more or less just glancing back Eavesdropping? over. Eavesdropping? A bit, but with, with, <laughs> if you're going to be judgy about it, yeah, just listening like, to people's conversations is what I am doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it obviously to make eye contact with everyone in the room to try to like insert yourself into a conversation or be invited into not, one. Not really. You're like, that I'm guy. Not, Stand I'm, in the corner of the conversation, making no. eye contact until somebody returns the no. eye contact. I, I picture Zach Galifianakis for some reason. <laughs> I am on the move, mm-hmm. drinking my hand, not joining any of these groups, but constantly keeping an eye over at Tessa and the leader of the Omega Project. Okay. So as she finishes that conversation, at whatever point, I want to saunter up to her and say, uh, oh, uh, see Lord Southwind, uh, pleasure is all mine. Hedrick the Entertainer. I, I did tell you earlier that you can address me as Captain. Well, Captain, uh, you know, I do love to sing and, and dance, but that's not all that I can do. I was wondering if you'd like to get a little more acquainted. He's trying to nail your sister, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm just so. I'm just so proud sister. of her no, really. that she is as, so firm about her title. As long as I don't have to role play this shit. Uh, <laughs> but because I think it'd be fucking hilarious if it did work out. Please no. Please roll me a persuasion check, Hedrick. Please no. The persuasion. Of course he's going to be yeah. able to persuade her. It's definitely going to be a charisma Although she's role. she's charismatic 27. Too, so. Why don't we go somewhere where we can talk? No! No! It's my sister, man! Not really. So I will, I will hold, hold Does my Jarell hand Does have out. access to Zone of Truth? <laughs> this yes, will come in Jarell, handy yeah. later. Yeah. I will uh, hold my hand out, wait for her to grasp it, and say, right this way, Captain. Do I see <laughs> this? Um, Do you? I hope so. What's your passive perception? 14. No, you do not. Damn it! <laughs> no, that makes sense. I'm probably preoccupied talking about myself. Right. Oh, so, that really grinds my gears. I don't like this. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to have you roll some. I, I would like for you to. I'm gonna, the performance check? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to know! <laughs> I was going to say something. We do this off mic. Uh-huh. So. But then uh, I interjected and I want to know what the role is. I know I'm interjecting this, I think the audience wants to know too, okay? Marvin Gaye. What about Marvin Gaye? A little bit of Marvin Gaye to like end the episode. I mean, I don't know if I can use Marvin Gaye. Luther Vandross. Yeah. But I'm sure people Um, can imagine at home. Whatever, whatever you need me to do, just so you know, I am proficient in dexterity saves. Oh, come on! <laughs> Stop it! I'm just asking for a performance uh, roll. Okay. I'm not even going to look. I'm going to use my good one. We'll see it's like walking it in on your sister fucking a friend. You just cold, <laughs> oh, close your yeah. eyes. All right, so that's... 18 plus 13. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's the best no! Wait, of her life. Wait a minute. Wait I gave her the old 3-1. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> 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 oh, I rolled a 31. Yeah, I know. I get it. My ears are bleeding. So uh, we're going to now move on from that. <laughs> I can't. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to <laughs> And you have to listen to me. Yes. So true. I'm going to move on from that now that we've established uh, what is happening with Hedrick tonight. Oh, thank you, Fran. <laughs> I'm very satisfied. So is she. So is she apparently. <laughs> as soon as we get uh, late into the night, um, it's time for people to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, y'all have to rest up and get back to it tomorrow at some point. I might have to take a point of exhaustion. Shush! <laughs> <laughs> you suggested it. <laughs> so now you do. I love a good balance. You you're know, gonna, what can I say? You're, you're going to wake up exhausted with yeah. one point of exhaustion. All right. What about her? I feel like that was <laughs> like, well, yeah, enough it, for adult it. onset. All I care about right now for the sake of mechanics and things is, is Hedrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, um, however... As you do fall asleep, whenever time it is, you do fall asleep. Before we all go to bed, mm-hmm. uh, Jarrell would like, he, he's sitting, he's praying with Basha, mm-hmm. uh, and he puts the helmet on. Oh, sure. And he says, uh, Hey, Baron, it's uh, Jarrell. I haven't talked in a while. Um, was just wondering if you'd, you know, want to talk again <laughs> sometime. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> and then he'll take the helmet off. Dude, love, you've been ghosted. Yeah. Love, love Jarrell. Jarrell's having a whole Jarrell's having right. Mailbox full. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, this subscriber has not set up their voice. <laughs> as funny as all those things are, no, there's no response at all. Yeah. Dead silence. Mm-hmm. Just so we can actually establish what happens, not like, you know, there's not like even like an automated message. Like, <laughs> there's no voicemail. None of that actually happened. Right. If there is a voicemail, you have no idea. Right. But you've, you've put your thoughts out there. You've left your, your, your thought voicemail. <laughs> How long do you sit there? Uh, oh, a while. However I mean, long that prayer it, takes. Uh, yeah. And they'll be praying, um, you know, both of them, Jarrell and Basha. And who, is there any? No, Zero wouldn't necessarily pray. So there's no reason for him to be there. No, but and Zero also doesn't sleep. So he's going to be running the class and the preparations for that well into the hours of the night. I'm sure it, he'll take... It's going to take me at least tonight and tomorrow to probably get mirror shades uh, done properly. Right. right. I mean, that's not you know, right. first thing first. Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> but as everyone else drifts off to sleep, and pretty much everybody besides Zero and wherever Felix is has to sleep. Even, even our own very own very Arian Black who is among the airship with you guys. Um, everyone's got to sleep. And was Arian present for the summit meeting? I don't think so. He mm. was. Uh, if he was, no one saw him. We didn't notice. Okay. I just want to make sure when Fuck. we got to the ship, he, he was there. Mm-hmm. When we got back to the ship, he's there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's been in the general area. He's been on the airship, even on the way here. I mean, yeah. you guys have been hanging out, talking. Oh, yeah. okay. There's I, been a dude with us the entire time that we just don't pay attention to. Oh, yeah, so. that's okay. Pregnar. Yeah, I love you mean you, Not Pregnar. No, yeah. everybody Dilbertrum. loves Pregnar. You know what's funny <laughs> is that uh, you know we addressed Dilbertrum, right, and then we actually had to cut a piece of that out of the last ep- the other episode because my cat started attacking everybody's feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then everybody <laughs> forgot about him again. Oh. <laughs> And mm-hmm. it was amazing. I did, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> it just picked up like but it yes, never happened. Dilbertrum has been diligently taking notes this whole time mm-hmm. and is, you know, trying to essentially, you know, follow someone back to what they're doing. Uh, he decided not to follow Hedrick. And <laughs> it's, it's about time to go to bed, though. I mean, you guys actually have private rooms here at this cove. Cool. Like you don't have to go back to the airship if you don't. You know what I mean? Like that they've set up like some really luxurious rooms for you here. I want my bed to look like like an open oyster. It does now, and like yeah, like so, a yeah. big pearl just sitting right. Yeah, on the bed. yeah, it's a big, big pillow. pillow yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah, so you get to sleep right in your nice, beautiful, comfy open oyster bed. Oyster bed. Yeah, all of you. Yes. It's not a, wait, you, we all get oyster if, beds? If that's what you well, like. It's not, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a clam, which would be symmetrical with the with the lid and the top. This thing is like oblong Yeah, it would fit your body. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, I've seen some yeah. funky looking oysters. It's luxurious yeah. as shit. Big old shell. Mm-hmm. It's luxurious as shit. Scalloped and everything. <laughs> but it's not really the best night's sleep you've ever had. 
because you find yourself tossing and turning a bit. And your mind starts to get clouded with like these terrible visions. Like what? So a while back, you guys all had a very similar nightmare. You kind of start to dream and you open your eyes, right? And you're not in your bed anymore. Um, you're, again, in uh, this plaza. All of us? Yeah, all of you are having the same dream. But we don't see each other. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, uh, the sound uh, cries of thousands of people. Um, crumbled stone litters the broken cobblestone streets. The buildings that once stood here now just lay in ruin. You look ahead to see a massive pillar of light corrupted by wisps of swirling dark energy, giving it a purple hue. This is just like last time. All of you had the same dream. Even Hedrick, who wasn't even here when it happened. You remember having this dream. You can't see where the cries are coming from, and the streets are empty save for a lone figure in front of you, kneeling on a plinth where a gazebo once stood. Mr. Bouchong, no! <laughs> its body convulses as if it was sobbing or laughing, but you can't seem to tell because it's actually not making any sound. The sound is not coming from it. Uh, after a few moments, the figure stands. You notice his scalp, it's decayed. The hair that once grew from it is matted and gray. It begins to turn to face you. An empty eye socket stare, at, stare through you as its mouth opens into a gaping maw of darkness, and the cries grow even louder. You feel paralyzed by fear. Even Jarrell, who is Im- who is immune to being frightened. That's uh, debatable. You involuntarily open your mouth to scream, but not even a whimper emerges. The figure suddenly rushes towards you, its feet floating above the ruined cobbles, and soon you see nothing but darkness, and the cries are deafening, clawing at your very soul for help before you think you wake in a cold sweat. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you like us, you can find us on the internet. We are on such places as uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Hapless Heroes. We're on Facebook and uh, Reddit, just uh, our Hapless Heroes podcast. And uh, those places will, a lot of those places will just point you to our Discord server, which is really the uh, greatest and coolest place to hang out for everybody. Um, we're much more active on there. A lot of us are just like, not great with social media. We'll definitely respond on all platforms. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, if you want to be like in a continuing discussion and like hang out with our listeners, fellow, you know, like artists, all of us cast members, past and present, like we're all chilling in there. And it's a great time. We got pictures of pups and animals and talking about things D&D, things that are not D&D, everything. It's a super awesome place. And shout out to everybody who, uh, you know, is in there right now. And if you really like us, you can leave us a five-star review in the podcast service of your choice. Uh, it helps us gain a lot of visibility. We've gotten a lot of wonderful reviews in the past and really just appreciate all the kind things that you've said to us. Um, you've helped us grow this show, and we couldn't have done it without you. You're awesome. But if you really, really like us, you can support us by donating to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash We have amazing rewards. We have special Discord roles that give you access to the patron lounge, which we have, you know, it's... A, I'm trying not to sound exclusive, but it's pretty exclusive. A lot of really cool people in there. We like sharing bloopers, and like we have some rewards on the Patreon too. We'll give you behind-the-scenes audio, James's notebook, which is like pretty much all of his notes from episodes one to a hundred, and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so many episodes. Yeah, uh, it's it's there's I and mean, we keep adding more. There's a ton of stuff on there. I'm not going to list it all off. You can check it out if you want to. You know, we've been. This is I have to say also because this by the time this episode comes out, we will have paid our hosting costs. Entirely on the donations of our Patreon uh, subscribers. Thanks, guys. And that is the first time ever that we've broken even for that. So I I know I've sent all of you a a letter already, but I'm going to tell you again. You're amazing. Thank you. We never expected this. We never expected to have as many beautiful listeners as we do today. But each and every one of you means something to us, whether you're donating or not. You out there listening to this right now are awesome. And if you like us, I mean really like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, uh, make hapless heroes pumpkins, like however you want to sculpt them, whoever, whichever character you choose, uh, put them on a rocket and launch them to the moon because it'll get there just in time for the moon men to have happy Halloween because they don't get pumpkins on the moon. Aw, that's so nice. Yeah. It might, I don't and know. then they get to listen to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to inc- incorporate an MP3 player full of our stuff in. And maybe some candy. 
<laughs> Who doesn't like candy? That was base candy. Wow. It's beautiful. Space it's candy. totally yeah. doable as long as you have access to rockets. It all tastes Who like doesn't? pumpkin. Right. Um, so I guess there's <laughs> not oh, much I hate left. the taste of pumpkin. Well, it's uh, too bad. Uh, that was your they idea. Might, they might like it. It came in a pumpkin. I hope they're not allergic. It's like the pumpkin, know. man. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the only thing left I have to do is outro this cast for you. So uh, to my right was John playing Lord Gerald the Light. Oh, I'm totally not scared, but that was really weird. Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. As he's like welding on these <laughs> Phil as the influential Hedrick the Entertainer. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'm not going to sleep again anytime soon. Hey, hey, hey you wake, wake, wake up. Wake up. And Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I'm not surprised I'm a demigod. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We will see you next week where we'll have a spooky episode for you. Ooh. It's going to be scary. See you then. See you then. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.